you don't listen to Steezy's Trap House, you suck. I'll say this. I think Art, Art Basel weekend, I think I saw you smoke more oh weed than I've ever seen a human being fault. smoke. Because my fault. I was on acid. That was yeah. chain smoking from uh, being in a trance. That was my fault. Like, nigga, I was just walking <laughs> through the streets of Miami like, oh, my God. Bro. I was following this well, man it's on, not a, on a my spiritual f- enlightenment. It's it was ridiculous. It's not my fault that y'all niggas decided to take acid two days in a row. It was lit. Yeah, it was not your fault. Not to mention, you not to mention, Not to mention Open the, the ever-flowing Bacardi. The endless oh my Bacardi. God. The Bac- oh, Shut my God. Bacardi. Oh, Jesus. And Hennessy. And Henny. That's yes. a hell of a night. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing it, shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy, and it is show motherfucking number 288. Yes, indeed, you already know what it is, this bitch. People at home, I'm going to have to apologize to you right off the bat. Your boy is running on three hours of sleep. (laughs) Not going to fucking lie. I am absolutely dying. Um, Actually, I'll... I'll rephrase that because I'm not dying like I was before. Earlier, I was definitely dying, and it was uh, wasn't great. So you know, just leave it there. We'll leave it there. You know, if I am not up to par with my speaking or anything along those lines, I mean, it's not anything out of the normal already. So you know, feel free to lambast me in any online comments anywhere, whatever, what have you. This is your boy Steezy. It is show number two hundred eighty-eight. Back in Orlando, shouts to everybody in Tampa that was at the event last night. Wapcon George, Wapcon Jorge. I don't even know how to pronounce that shit still. Like, it's whatever. But anyway, shouts out to everybody that was there. Shouts out to all the Orlando people that put on out there. Shouts out to the Tampa peeps that showed up. Thank you guys for all the support. Had a very late night because of that. And, you know, here we are now. You know what it is. And you know that I cannot be doing this show without a lovely esteemed guest in the trap house with me for the first time on the trap house microphone we got the man dizzle font in it bitch what's up motherfuckers (laughs) yes (laughs) see that's the enthusiasm Uh i like to see thanks for having me big dog glad to be here yeah no worries man no worries at all please go on ahead shout out your social media where people can find your content all of that good stuff sir hey man it's just dizzle funk d-i-z-z-l-e-p-h-u-n-k you could do a dot com or you could put an at symbol in front of it and it all works. Dizzlefunk.com or Dizzlefunk at Dizzlefunk. Yes, indeed. Pretty simple. Yes, indeed. You can follow Trap House on social media Twitter at CZ Trap House, Instagram at STH Show, like the Facebook page, join the Facebook group. You can download and subscribe to the show for free. Listen for free always. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, our website. I've got a burp that I'm going to do off mic right now because it's coming and I can feel it. And I'm going to keep talking until it like projects. Just let it out. Mm-hmm. There it was, yes. And yes, and our shitty ass website, you can also listen for free and download there for free as well. You can also support the show 
by using our Amazon link underneath any of the podcast posts on the website. Underneath that shit, you will find the Amazon link. Anytime you buy some shit off Amazon, they kick us some money back for your purchase, and it doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. It's a win-win. You buy your shit, I get a little bit of money, you know? Buy some shit, people. I'm saying, come on, nah. What I like to say is, honestly, you use Amazon all the time already. Go to that link and bookmark that motherfucker in your browser. Easy. You you don't even have to type the A into your search bar for Amazon to come up. You just click that bitch. Boom. And then you're at my link. And the next thing you know, you buy your shit. You don't even think about it. I get a little money. Know what I'm saying? Sounds pretty simple. I'm saying. Help your boy out. Do that shit. You can also support the show with our represent site, represent.com slash store slash STH show. You can buy some Trap House merch there, a t-shirt if you'd like. Hopefully we will be getting rid of the, you know, shouts out to represent. They've held us down. But hopefully we'll be getting rid of them very soon and actually be getting some direct-to-consumer first-party merchandise as opposed to third-party online merchandise. It's the future, man. I'm not up to you, man. That's, I mean, I've just been fucking up personally. Uh, like, I just... It's weird because I don't know if you... Uh, I'm just going to interrupt my plugs just to talk about this real fast. I don't know, like, since as a creative yourself, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with this situation. I feel like the majority of creatives do. Getting past that hump of, like, wanting to actually monetize your shit and make sure that you're getting paid for the shit that you do. Sure. It's tough, man. You have to have a good concept. You know what I mean? It's easy to put your name on a T-shirt and hope it sells, but it doesn't work like that anymore. That's very true. You got to put some thought into that. Exactly. And even more so, I I just kind of operate along the fact that I feel, I don't know, I get in my own head about it where I don't want to monetize it because I feel like I'm somehow uh, compromising the creative aspect of it. No, you deserve that. Which I, exactly. I know it's not that way, but there's just this stupid voice in my head that tells me that shit all the time. Fuck your head voices, dog. (sighs) Turn him off. Hear that head voices? Fuck you. <laughs> Not all of you, just that one. Just that one, at least, yeah. It, that's definitely something that I've had to like come to terms with over the past three and a half, almost four years. Yeah, dude, then you got to put it on the shop, you got to send it out, you got to make sure it's updated. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's just that hurdle that I've never been able to jump over. Do it, I'll help you. But Give you a little push. I got to be, yeah, I got to stop being such a bitch. You're not a bitch. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, well, no. I'll take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so yeah, use our represent dot com site slash store. Well, represent dot com slash store show. I apparently cannot speak anymore. If you would like to buy a t shirt, a blouse, maybe a little onesie for your child, your small small infant that you have, you know, I think they have onesies on there. I hope they have onesies on there because I already said they did. So, you know, now they have to back me up. Otherwise, you're too deep <laughs> shit. God damn it. God damn it. And last but not least, you can email any questions you have to be answered on the show to Steezy's Trap House at gmail.com. I will gladly answer them on the show for you. And if you want, you can record a voice memo on your phone. Send that bitch over, and I can play it on the show, and then I can promptly make fun of your dumbass after that on whatever stupid shit you said. That should be necessary. I'm saying, okay, so I've had this bounty out for a minute now. I want people to send in those voice memos, Mm -hmm. but not even necessarily with a question. I just want them to send in a voice memo just roasting the fuck out of me. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I'm saying. So my whole plan is 
I w- if, also, people at home, if you're going to do this, if you're going to send a voice memo in that's roasting the fuck out of me, write in the description at least, or the subject line, that you're roasting the shit out of me. Because my idea is that I don't want to listen to it before the show. So my guest and myself get to hear it both for the uh, first time. Live. Yes, and I have to I have to respond off the top and see if I either get stumped or if I just, you know, completely wax their fucking ass. And nobody's done this yet. No, no one's done it yet. It's bullshit. There's a bunch of bitch ass people out there. Yeah. Pussies. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> In the best way possible. Yeah, exactly, right? I'm just like, come on, just talk some shit. You ever see that uh that that makes me that you ever see that gangster party hotline video? Uh-uh. I'm gonna have to show that to you after okay. this. It's uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty, it has no nothing to do with this whatsoever right now, but it's 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 pretty fucking amazing. And yeah, also last but not least, you can also send a request for one free sticker if you would like to the email or to any of the social media accounts. DM me. Just send me your address, and I will send you one, count them, one free sticker. That's all you get. And make sure you use that hashtag tag the trap. Whenever you post said picture of you sticking some shit on hopefully some illegal place that you're not supposed to be doing it. Cop car, stripper's ass. I've actually had, I actually have a video of somebody uh, tagging the trap on a cop car. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, that's, uh, mm-hmm. I've, I definitely reposted. <laughs> <laughs> I reposted it multiple times. That's smooth operator, man. Just I'd, so I'd be afraid to do that shit. Like, I don't know. The person, don't know. Who, the person who did it, like usually I'm responsible for a lot of the vandalism for tagging the trap but i can easily say this definitely was not me <laughs> definitely was not me smart i recorded the video and as you can see in the video it's definitely a, a white friend of mine as it should be yes and i i you know i made sure to hide his face you know as yeah. well our peoples are daring we do weird shit we they definitely dare. are daring yeah i was i was just like holy shit man you really just put that on a fucking cop car i don't care man i don't care he had no idea whether the cop was even <laughs> in there or not like that's what Jameson will do, man. Dude, I had a buddy stand on top of a cop car and took a piss right on it while the cops were standing outside what one time. What the fuck? Yep. That was here in Orlando? No, no, this was back in Ohio. Oh, shit. He clearly went to jail after that, but... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. It was yeah. hilarious. God damn. <laughs> okay, wait, what part of Ohio was that? Dayton. Okay, gotcha, mm-hmm. word. I've never been to Ohio. You're not missing anything. The only other thing about Ohio I know, for some reason, is Kettering. I was right around the corner from Kettering. My I, mom worked in Kettering. Word. I yep. have no idea why I know that city name, but... Rob, Rob Deerdeck is from Kettering. That's exactly why. Mm-hmm. Yep, there it is. Kickflip. There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because that's where the first skate plaza was, wasn't it, too? I, I couldn't tell you. I know he built one over there. Yes, he, he built one. That was like the first uh, DC skate plaza or whatever that DC sponsored, oh, and he, he built it in Kettering, I'm pretty sure. That's cool. Hey. I haven't thought about that in years. And Jesus. he hasn't been back to Kettering since, see? No. You don't want to go back there. Definitely not. Are you from Ohio originally? Mm-hmm. So uh, where from originally? From Dayton or? Right outside of Dayton, a small town called New Lebanon. Gotcha. Small country-ass town. Oh, so you you one of the rural boys. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm for sure rural. Hell fucking eight. Salute to Man, that, my friend. Us, us country boys got to stick together. Yeah? you Pensacola's country? Oh, hell yeah. Is it? Hell yes. Uh, let's put it like this. Um, my house was a 10 minute drive away from Alabama state lines. Oh shit. That's way up there. Yeah. Pensacola is the most West you can go in Florida. Okay. So it is at the very, very tip of the panhandle. It's basically Florabama. That's, that's pretty much what they call it. Always cruise through it. Never, never spend any time up there. Uh, You're not missing much. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I actually, I'll take that back. I'll say 
The beach is fucking fire. Oh, that's a golf, right? If you're ever, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. ever on your way through there, stop by Pensacola Beach or like Destin Beach. I've heard good things about Destin. Destin is fucking fuego. Okay. My god. It's like so it's got like the water of clear water mm-hmm. where you can see right through, but it's got that beautiful white sand like Pensacola does. Nice. So it's just Pensacola's got beautiful fucking white sand, but you can't necessarily see all the way through like to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Destin is like that. That's nice. It's it's fucking sick. You still got family up there? Nah. When I moved down here to Orlando, uh, for UCF, when I graduated high school, like six months later, my mom's job got moved down to Tampa. Okay. So they pretty much they pretty much almost moved like right after I moved. So that's pretty sweet. I don't go back to Pensacola often, honestly. That's all right. Yeah. I did just go back for my 10-year high school reunion, though. How was that? <laughs> this is interesting. This, uh, <laughs> same shit, right? Same people in the same groups doing the same shit? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. definitely. I'll say that. Um, I'll I'll say this. I feel like I did neglect some old homies because I hadn't been back to Pensacola in like six years or some shit. So it was nice to reconnect with like a good tight-knit group of homies mm-hmm. you know all my uh, all my drinking and smoking partners sure. growing up in high school but you know other than that like that's about it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much it's yeah. still the same shit going nothing, on over there nothing special not much of anything i went back to ohio for mine i'm like why the fuck am i here right now how was okay so how was yours <laughs> like did you did you have to like did you have an internal battle with yourself whether you should go or not no because uh my pops was still living up there so i was like i'm gonna go see my dad and hang out with him no big deal i'll just make it a trip makes sense but i got up there and it was the same people in the same groups with the same attitude i'm like man you guys suck yeah what the fuck are you doing right now i just don't know what happens to to some of these people that they just get stuck in that same way they're just like going through the motions yeah these people are literally on autopilot i feel like for the whole life so, you know, sometimes it happens, you know. I'm not mad at him. It just wasn't for me. Shouts out to all my autopilot people out there. Yay, yay. Y'all living, you know. Y'all are still, you know, you're autonomous, but you're still living. You're still breathing. Your Coors Light and your, you know, uh, Chili's Margarita top shelf. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars at 7 o'clock. Big facts. Now, I will say, though, I take issue with one thing here. On a beautiful day at, a, at an Orlando City tailgate, I'll pound a few Coors Lights. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll do it. Dancing with the Stars, not so much. Coors Light, yes. I will, I will back You're not Coors there Light. yet. Wait till you're about 35, Dancing with the Stars, 7 p.m. <laughs> okay, so actually it's funny you said, wait, do you actually watch Dancing with the Stars? Only when I'm with my mom. Okay, gotcha. See, that's that was how I watched Dancing with the Stars <laughs> growing up as well, so I totally understand. Mm-hmm. I have actually a, uh, a pretty embarrassing TV show. To, no, it's not embarrassing, actually. Fuck that shit. I love this shit. I am super addicted to the Great British Baking Show right now. Never seen it. Okay. Tell me about it. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's it's a bunch of British people, and they're all in a baking competition. All right. And it's just because everybody speaks with British accents. The judges are, they're not really mean to these people. It just sounds like it. It's, dude, they're savage. <laughs> like, they're <laughs> not trying to be mean, but they are savage. What the fuck are you doing there? Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Do they make anything good? Yeah. It's like so the whole the whole uh thing of the show is that they're all like amateur bakers. Right. They're not professional bakers. They're all just people that have real fucking jobs and just bake in the on the side, like at home. Yep. So they fi- I guess they do some type of testing to see like who are the best of these amateur bakers and then they just fucking go to town. That's awesome. 
It's pretty sick. It's uh, especially when you just watch like a bunch of violent, you know, shit like I usually do. <laughs> and then turn it's, on a baking. It's a nice change of pace. Uh, yeah, it's little Julia Child. Very calm yeah. television. You know, I never saw anything with Julia Childs. Watch it. I mean, you know, just so you can say you know who Julia Childs is and what she did, but what she birthed. What she birthed. Yeah. <laughs> True that. She was like an eight foot tall, three hundred fifty pound woman, just <laughs> fucking wreck shop. Wait, was she really that big? She was huge. Not like massively fat, but like you know, an Amazonian type. Gotcha. So she was. Uh, she was. Uh, she was proportionate for yes. her for her. Size. Yep. And gotcha. I guess she broke the barriers for being a woman cook on TV. Like, that was a real thing. That's crazy. She did it. Wasn't she, like, was that her that was super into, like, French cooking and shit? I, I think? think so. Okay. Could be full of shit, though, but sounds good. Yeah, I don't know anything about that fine dining shit, like, French fine dining or anything. So I would like to. It'd be nice, you know? I mean, I don't care to cook it. I'll eat it and learn what, what tastes good. Exactly. Like, all right. You know, and if there's, a, if there's a shorty out there, you know, like some sugar mama who wants to, you know... Fund my fine dining bill <laughs> yes. by all means, you know. Please pick me up. I'm a young whippersnapper that uh, will gladly do whatever for you know any food. Good food. Yeah, I will do tricks for food. No Popeye's chicken sandwich tricks. Fuck all that noise, man. Have you had that stupid ass sandwich? Fuck that shit, man. Have you? No. Hell no. It's just a fucking chicken sandwich, right? Exactly. Like, what's the from Popeyes? It can't be that good. No, it really can't. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, sure, I'm sure it'll taste good. We all know that it's not going to be good for you whatsoever. Uh-huh. And I just don't understand why there's such a huge fucking thing about it, man. It's because people suck. Yeah. Yeah. They got nothing <laughs> else to do to look forward to but Popeyes chicken sandwiches. I drove by a fucking Popeyes last week because I didn't realize that I guess the chicken sandwich was back uh-huh. or whatever. And I saw that line around the whole fucking restaurant. And I was like, oh, shit. This can only mean one thing. Chicken sandwich time. God damn it. And I guess that dude got killed over one last week or some shit. Like stabbed, right? Yeah. What the fuck, man? It's not that good. No, like, like why are it we? It can't be that good. Why are we stabbing people over fucking chicken sandwiches, honestly? If you're going to stab somebody, stab them over something else. You know what I mean? I'm saying, like... A couple bucks or a woman or, you know, a dude or whatever, but not a sandwich. Yes. Like, back in the day when you would hear about people getting killed for their Jordans and shit, that's a little different because you could actually make money <laughs> off of those. <laughs> yeah. Chicken sandwich is a chicken fucking sandwich. Chicken sandwich, man. God damn it. I don't understand. Anyways, back to Ohio, though. So how was your Ohio raising, then? It was great, man. I had a great, great childhood, you know... Very typical. Uh, mom and dad worked. I did my thing. Caused trouble. Uh, went to city and or went to school in a big city. I didn't go to school in a small town. Oh, word. So that was a good thing. Thank God. Why you say that? Oh, you know, just diversity and gotcha. all that shit. Cause you know, I grew up in a white bread country town. Gotcha. Like if there was a black dude or an Asian dude, like they were lost. They weren't there. I you feel know that. What I mean, I feel that. Um, and my wife actually, she's uh, Dominican and black, and I took her there one time and. She was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm sorry. We just got to do a couple things and we'll be out. This is, this is what it is, this all is, right? You know, this is where I came from. Um, but, yeah, it was great. You know, I grew up in the woods, hunting, shooting. So I got all that good country boy shit in my veins. That's what's up. Yeah. I never had the uh, – I mean, I'm definitely from the country area, but my parents weren't super hyped on hunting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I never got to 
actually have good hunting experiences or any hunting experiences, actually. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. No, no, no. Well, anytime you want to go out and I don't like to hunt because, you know, I'll go to the grocery store. Gotcha. Um, but I do like to go shoot, you know, target practice. Word. So anytime you want to go out to the woods and blow some shit up, we could do that. I am so fucking about that. So about that shit. Yeah. I don't understand why the, uh, there's another thing I don't understand is just the uh, stigma against responsible gun users because responsible gun users seem to get lumped in with all gun users Straight all up. the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like as, cause I don't shoot regularly, but it sounds like you do. So I'm sure that probably pisses you off more than it does me. It does. Um, but then it goes like the chicken sandwich thing. Like why are you hyping up something that's stupid? You're just listening to what other people say. I do think we do need stricter regulations on when you purchase a firearm. Like definitely agreed. Background check is already there, but like a psychological check. Definitely. You agreed. know what I mean? Like, Definitely need all that. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing wrong with being a responsible firearm holder. Exactly. It's just the fuckheads that fuck it up like anything exactly. else. Exactly. That's all. That's why we can't have good things. <laughs> why we can't have nice things. <laughs> we can't have nice things because assholes fuck them up. God damn it, man. <laughs> so how was your uh, how was your uh, your big school then? Your big city school? Big city school was good. Dayton, Ohio is uh, pretty trashy. It's, it's pretty garbage town. Like Really? Yeah. It's like... It was all GM, so it was all car factory and industrial, and then that took a shit, and everybody left, and it became, you know, like a Flint, Michigan, and gotcha. Obviously, the water's still drinkable in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, fair, very fair. But uh, I'm glad I'm out of there. You know, it was cool to grow up in the city, go to school, meet all the homies. But uh, peace. Bet that I was out. What kind of music was being played in your house growing up? Classic rock. I grew up in classic rock. Word. Yeah. Yep, and that's what I listened to all the way till I got into high school. Then, thank God, my horizons broadened. You know, I, I, <laughs> I love classic rock, but I got into the hip hop, into the alternative, and shit like that. True. That. Okay, so but starting out with classic rock, what were you like? Your if you're if we're talking classic rock, what are your top three? Top three bands: Zeppelin, uh, Beatles are not my top, but they're in there just because of the Beatles. Very fair. Steppenwolf is a great one. Whew, good choice. Who else? I don't know, man. I'd have to think about that one. That's a good one. Is it possible to lump Sabbath into classic rock as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Okay, bet. They were originally metal. Exactly. That's that's why I was asking, yeah. But it's definitely classic rock. Bet. Sabbath is definitely in my three, yeah. for sure. What are your other two? Oh, I guess it, well, mm, I guess that's not really classic rock either, though. I'm a huge Jimi Hendrix dude. That's classic rock. I just always think of it like a psychedelic rock, too. I guess you could lump those together if you want. Yeah, I suppose so. I'll say Jimmy. I'll say Jimmy, and then, uh, let's see, Jimmy, Sabbath, and... Fuck, now I'm blanking. Mm-hmm. Um, so many choices. Dude, I know. This is this is killing me right now. Oh, Skinner. Oh, yeah, there. I'll take Skinner, yeah. for sure. yeah. That's I actually watched a documentary on them the other day. Really? Yep. There's so many of them about those guys, but uh, it was cool. It was like they had the original band members that are still alive talking about it. Uh-huh. And um, footage kind of took you through the whole story. Word. Pretty quick, like hour and a half thing. That's what's up. It's tight. Wait, what was this on? Because now I want to watch it. <sighs> that was the like wrong a travel channel or some, something random. Oh, shit. Something random. Wait, do you have cable still? I have uh, Sling. Oh, okay. So you can pick and choose your channels. Oh, okay. Like package deal kind of shit. All right. I had no idea what Sling was. I would love cable, but we don't have that out there. 
I just heard that. Uh, just heard my mom tell me today that she's finally cutting the cable. She's over it, huh? Finally cut. Well, she's been over it. Apparently, my pops was the one uh, holding on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was Don't hol- get rid of my station, Martha. God damn it. Yup. Big fucking facts, man. It's like the literally the only thing this man is watching on there is live sports, though. So. You can get that elsewhere. Exactly. She's been telling him for the longest. <laughs> and uh, I guess it didn't. It only took up until just now where their cable bill got hiked up again, where he was like, okay, That's fuck it. this shit. That's it. <laughs> yep. For real. They do that shit. They hike it up every year for no reason. It's ridiculous, man. Like, fuck all that shit. What, I, am, I, what am I getting for this extra 20 bucks? Nothing. I haven't had cable in like eight or nine years, yeah. so I just don't even, I don't know. You don't need it. No. I might have to look into the sling shit, though. Yeah, it's like Apple TV or what have you. You know what I mean? I don't even have Apple TV. So it's like you could buy your package, and it comes with so many. Like you can get the HBO, the Comedy Centrals, and then you could add or subtract stations. Gotcha. For like five or ten bucks a month. True that. I'm definitely gonna have to add HBO now, for in some way because uh, I was using their password for the HBO. <laughs> They got a good show on there called The Righteous Gemstones. Oh my god, dude. This shit is one? so <laughs> fucking funny, man. Yeah. God, di- did you watch the whole season? I did. Dude, that shit was so good. Yeah. So good. Baby Billy is he killed it. He oh. killed it, dude. Dude, when Baby Billy is getting his dick sucked in the car. <laughs> you want to suck an old man's dick? <laughs> I was like, "What?" Dude, them and those two in uh in a vice principles also. Great. Oh, dude. Every, I like how he does his stuff. He'll do it like one or two, three seasons, and then do a whole new one. Exactly. Because it, it keeps it fresh. Yeah. Instead of just like running shit on and running it into the ground, you know? like. And then you hate it at the end. You're like, fuck this show. Exactly. I mean, Eastbound and Down, obviously, is... Started it all. Oh, my God, dude. Eastbound and... Oh, man. That's D- where I think he came closest to his Kenny Powers was in this Righteous Gemstones, back to his original kind of thing. I agree. But it was interesting, though, because Kenny Powers is just such a fucking asshole through and through. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was cool to see Danny McBride, like, actually, because there's many moments in Righteous Gemstones where he's, like, actually being sincere. True. So it was interesting to see him do that as well while he's still, you know. An asshole. Being, yeah, being a complete <laughs> fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. dude. It was a, dude, that show was so, and John Goodman, too? Yeah. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Can't really fucking go wrong there. Who else? Uh, the the chick that plays the the daughter. Oh man, she was off the wall. <laughs> Semi retarded. <laughs> dude, everything she says is just yeah. absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I thought she was gonna fuck her dad for a little bit there too. I love her boyfriend. She just treats him like a pile of shit. <laughs> the fucking earring. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm doing me right now. I'm doing me right now. Oh man, that shit's so good. We should get money for that plug. I'm saying. What's up, Danny? HBO, hook me up, bro. I'm about to lose my password. <laughs> Come on. Buy something on Amazon. Facts. Come on now. Anyways, off the fucking HBO shit. Um, we were talking about Ohio. Yes, we were talking about uh, school and shit. And Oh, so the music. So you find out about other shit in high school. Yeah. What's the first other music you start hearing besides classic rock? Probably alternative, like whatever was on the... The alternative station when we were growing up, fucking some forty one and all that stuff. Yes, which was cool. And then I got out of high school and I stopped listening to that because it sucked. <laughs> but like alternative radio just sucks. Like, Fair. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe I, it was because we were younger. I was like, yeah, that kicks ass. <laughs> I just like to think it was better then. 
I was. It's funny you bring that up because uh, can Green Day be lumped lumped into alternative as well? I mean, they're punk, but you know, it's like I I, I lumped them in there because like alternative station is whatever the fuck it wants yeah. to be. Yeah, and I mean, definitely Green Day around the end of their uh their little reign there. I mean, that was definitely more alternative than punk for sure. Did you have like what was their song that they played at every school graduation? Oh, the uh, time of your life oh one. Oh my god, or? did you have that one? No, I didn't have that Lucky. one. I had R. Kelly, World's Greatest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a uh, uh, class uh, of '09. I'm sure everybody thinks that aged really well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damn you, R. Kelly, for being so good but so bad. I know, man. I saw him live at Bonnaroo, and still to this day, I don't give a fuck. Sure, he's a nasty dude. That man is a goddamn entertainer. He killed it, huh? He's a fucking performer, man. He fucking killed it. Like I, I don't know what else to say other than that. That's what I'm saying. It was like a, it was like a middle school dance all over again, just grind fest 2015. It's like when I play a song, sometimes I look at the crowd, like, yo, I want to drop this song right now. It's like it would go well, but then I'm like, fuck. Then I'll drop it anyway, and I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> backspin it see that was an interesting thing that i saw when i was in pensacola recently was that like i've sometimes been here in orlando especially when like the most recent shit came out and somebody would play an r kelly song like in a club or a bar or some shit and you'd look around and you'd see like the faces of like like disgust and shit when i was in pensacola there were no fucks given man like dude they were dropping r kelly left and right and everybody's like yeah what was the demographic in there so overall, the majority majority of the place that I was at specifically was definitely white. Mm-hmm. It was all white, you know. I've noticed that when I drop R. Kelly to a white crowd, they'll be like, yeah, piss on my face. But then when you got a mixed crowd, like, you get the dirty looks. Which I've is, learned that. Which is interesting because right? I, don't, I don't know. Why can't we just back our people, you know? Come on, back our people even though they're pissing on underage <laughs> people. Come on. Come on. Jeez. Sounds good. It sounds great. Come on. Give him some slack. Fuck him. Anyways. Um, oh, excuse me. So, anyways, alternative. Yeah, so I had an Uber driver this weekend that was literally listening to nothing but Green Day on Shuffle. It's like the Green Day discography on Shuffle. Hey, could be worse. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty is, bad. Listening. I don't know what else is worse than that. Yeah, <laughs> it was not good. It was definitely not good. I love when Uber drivers put on their music. It's like they don't give a fuck who's in the back seat. Like you're in my car, let's roll. I had a I had a girl Uber driver the same day because this is, I was going to EDC with her, and then I had the Green Day coming back from EDC on Friday, and she was a she was playing her own music, and it was like ten minutes before she like stopped and gave me a disclaimer. She's like, "Hey, I'm so sorry, but you know this music is explicit. Is that okay?" And I was like. We've been listening to this shit for 10 <laughs> minutes already. The disclaimer is kind of not it needed. It's not okay. <laughs> like, I'm getting out right Take now. Take me home. I'm canceling this ride. How dare you? I want you? my refund. How dare you? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, so you get past alternative. Alternative, and then out of high school, I get into hip-hop. Like, I really wasn't into hip-hop uh, in high school. Damn. Yeah. Crazy, right? So it's a little weird to think about, but, I mean, we all have our own... We all have our own paths. Yeah, man. Um, what was your first break into hip hop? Then I gotta know. What artists or like where? Yeah, like what artists? Jay Z, yeah. probably probably Jay Z and uh, ah oh, shit. Oh, uh, Little Scrappy was one of them. Mm. This was when I was I was working in the kitchen, so all I the homies that. 
put their uh, songs on the radio, and you could, you know, work to it. And that's where Word. I got a lot of my culture, you know. Word. Tech Nine was in there. Oof. All that Ohio shit. Okay. Three Six. Okay. All right, bet. So, yeah. That's fucking sick. Yeah, man. And then from there, just branched out. Then it was, uh, then I got into like drum and bass before I went to Orlando. So, <sighs> homies I worked with, they went to Full Sail, and I was like, yo. Let me get some turntables. So I bought my first turntables, and I got some records, and that's when I got into drum and bass. What age was that at? 20. Word. Yep, like 1920. Word. And then once I got down here, it was over. It was like, sky's the limit. I feel that. Yeah. Now, as a person who loves drum and bass also. Oh, good to know. It is difficult in America to be a drum and bass person, man. It's, it, it's hard. It's fucked, dude. Like, I, I don't know if you've heard of this event. It's called Hospitality in the Park. Uh-uh. Hospital Records does it in London. And it is a full-on drum and bass festival in downtown London in a fucking park. And there's four big-ass drum and bass stages. One stage dedicated solely to jungle. Mm-hmm. And one stage that just has, like, hip-hop, grime, and dub over there. Nice. Dude. Have you been there? I went this year. Yeah. Oh wow. It was How like was that? it was like two months ago. Dude, it was fucking sick. Sick, right? So fucking sick. And it's real drum and bass, like Oh yeah. Like Oh yeah. Real shit. <laughs> with MCs on yeah, e- yeah. with every DJ. Oh, like that's sick. dude, it was That's sick. So fucking sick. And I'm there and I think they capped it at like twelve thousand people or some shit. The bitch sold out. Yeah. It sold the fuck out. Yeah. You are not seeing a drum and bass festival anywhere in the States. They they do some shows um, at shouts the I- Iron Cow has been doing some. I was gonna say shouts to Torque, 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 is, Torque. That's what I was. Yeah, yep. they've I, done they've done shit at. I, I saw Goldie there at Iron Cow actually. I saw. Oh really? Yeah, I saw him in Miami a few years back. That's so fucking dope. At um shit, I can't remember the label he's on. Uh, Metalheads. No, it was oh, Andy Andy C. Yeah, I know. I know Andy C for sure. It was his party. It was whatever Ram Records. Ah, and he okay. Was there. Gotcha. That was tight. Andy C's fucking sick too. Yeah, yeah. Damn man. Yeah, I wish I could get to see him. Uh, yeah, I think Goldie's actually coming back to Orlando soon. Let me know. I'll go check him out with you. That'd be fire. Sadly, I will not be able to go because. Excuse me. I know what day it is. It's uh 29th of this month actually. I can't remember where he's playing, but that same day, uh, Boiler Room is doing. A show in Miami. Okay. So I'm going to... It's the Black Friday, actually. Nice. So Goldie will be here on Black Friday. Dude, there's so many awesome shows that come to Orlando that I don't know about until you tell me or somebody <laughs> else tells me. Like, why the fuck wasn't I there? Dude, it's it's fucking crazy how this shit happens, man. Like, I I don't know. Orlando does get good music. Dude, every year it gets better. And this year I've been noticing a lot of things. I got this thing called The Warehouse. You heard about that? I have, like, heard snippets about this. So I guess it's a huge warehouse, and they're bringing in all kinds of crazy acts. I heard there was supposed to be, like, some some EDC after party there this weekend I also. Would, I would imagine. So where is this fucking place at? I have no idea. All right, I'm going to have to figure this no shit idea. out. Because, like, now you're confirming this for me because I really only heard people just saying, like, snippets mm-hmm. of it. Like, and I never got really any information. Yeah, it's real. So I didn't know whether it was actually real or not. Yeah. yeah. I just kept... Hearing people say, like, the warehouse, so I was thinking, oh, like, it's just a fucking warehouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Hashtag the warehouse. Bet. Did you go to EDC this year? I went on Friday. How was it? Uh, It was cool. I just went to go see Dead Mouse, honestly, because I've never seen him. So um, I honestly couldn't tell you anybody else that I saw yeah, before yeah. Dead Mouse played. I have no idea. But How was he? Good? Fucking killer. Good. 
He played an hour and a half set, and the first forty last forty five minutes were all the hits. First forty five minutes was just deep house, deep techno, dude. He went the fuck. Oh my god, it was dirty. You like deep house and dirty? Techno? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. all I'm all across the board, man. Cool. I love house. I love techno. I love fucking love the shit out of drum and bass. That's mm-hmm. like drum and bass is high up there. That's it. High, high up there. Nice. And I love dub also too. You know. Yep. That's it's, cool, man. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's. It's it's funny that uh it's funny uh when Beta moved in with me he didn't know either he just thought I was just like a hip hop head kind of sure which Ty- I that's typical that's how I started out definitely and then I think with the appreciation for hip hop because hip hop samples so many other types of music mm-hmm. if you do your research if, like a true hip hop head does if you do your research into where all the samples come from you discover all this other great fucking music yeah so it just naturally it just kind of leads you into all this other shit so i don't know i think when i first started listening to electronic music i was listening to more kind of ambient stuff like boards of canada shit like that i don't know who they are oh dude fire yeah fire very fire <laughs> super fire yeah super f- pk fire <laughs> yes i was listening to like boards of canada apex twin apex like- twin sure yeah i'm actually wearing an apex twin shirt right now did you ever get into like the crystal method oh yeah Oh yes, those guys were flame for a while. Fire! Yeah. Oh, that's oh that's random that I brought up Apex Twin too. That's actually the real reason why I went to England to go see them. Because Apex Twin was playing a show in Manchester the day before that drum and bass festival. So we were going, my friend and I, we were going for that, and then he hit me up and he's like, "Hey, it actually turns out that there's a drum and bass festival in London the very next day." I was like, "Well, looks like we're raving two days in a row, that's buddy." Awesome. So, yeah, so I started listening to, like, kind of, like, ambient electronic music like that first, and then started branching out, like, into dub, drum and bass, jungle, everything, and after that, uh, I feel like house and techno didn't come until a little bit later, but, dude, how do you feel about hardstyle, by the way, now that I'm thinking of (laughs) Uh, I'd have to hear it, because, like, I guarantee there's some songs that I absolutely think are shit and then there's some yeah. songs i'd be like well that's cool i agree i didn't understand it i feel like until i was in england isn't that like happy house hard hard style yeah it's like hardcore it's just like it i would probably define it as kind of repetitive right because it's just that same kick drum it's just boom 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 and it's super fast i feel like Someone could potentially have a heart attack <laughs> and they're listening to that music. Is that what the goth kids always dance to? Uh yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. I'd say that. Goth kids are usually dancing to to techno or or hardstyle for hard sure. Style. For sure. It's, uh, it's just the name, hardstyle. I don't know, bro. Yeah, is, it's, is it that hard? Like hardstyle or hardcore, that's what they call <laughs> yeah. it. So it's like it was but it wasn't until I was in a room that was fully packed of people going crazy to this fucking music that I was like Okay, I guess I can understand <laughs> this now. I, I see where this is going. Right. All right, probably it, not. It's all about where you hear the music. Like if you hear it in your car and you're by yourself, you might turn it off. But if you're full of like a room full of people and they're enjoying it, you're gonna get their vibe too. Like, exactly. Okay, I could dig it. Exactly. That's sick though. The drum and bass was kind of one of the first things that you found though. Yeah, dude. I I love to play it, but I rarely play it out here. Like you know, you throw some on and you. Can, Get away with dropping a few tracks here and there, but you can't carry the whole night. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Unless you're at a Torque event. Yeah. I saw a Craze. Craze did a Torque uh, <sighs> event last year. <sighs> Killed it. Fuck, man. It was sick. 
Dude, Craze is so nasty. Mm-hmm. He's a DMC champion too, isn't he? I'm sure he's multiple times. I think yeah. he was. Yeah, I think he won. Uh, I think he won like two or three years in a row or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like late '90s or early 2000s, something yep. like that. Yep, doesn't surprise me. He's so fucking nasty with it. So nasty with it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, no uh, drum and bass though. Like I just I could talk about that shit all fucking day because it's just though. I don't know, man. It just I don't, there's just something about it that. I don't know. It it scratches that itch that you don't get from anything else. And it's so very far and few between that you hear it. So when you hear it, you're like, yeah, it's not like overplayed here. Yes. Are you more of a liquid dude? What's that mean? Like uh, kind of like liquid, like liquid drum and bass where it's more kind of like, I'd say soulful. Oh, yes. Uh, Well, like I said, I like it both. Sometimes I feel it's soulful. Otherwise, I want it to fucking punch me in the face. You know I what feel I mean? that, yeah. But if I were to listen to drum and bass cruising in the car, I would want it more liquid. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, but like we, the, I like the funk. I don't like too much. Like Moomba, like you were talking about the hard, hard yes. step. Like Moomba is just like this. I'm like, switch it. Switch it. Where's the switch? I feel that. Damn, I haven't heard the name Moomba in a long time, man. Yeah, dude. Damn, that's crazy to think about. Shout out to Big Mac. Yo, big fucking facts. That's why we got the the Big Mac sticker right there in the middle up there. There it is. Yeah, man. Big Mac forever. Forever. You already know. You know, I never got to meet Big Mac, though. Really? Never got to meet him. That's a big surprise. I know. He was, like, really good friends with Frankosaurus also. Yeah. They They were really tight, so it's like, I don't know how I never met him. Cause I was at um, what were those things called? The fucking uh, shaking base. Yes, yes, I would be at shaking base all the time. And you weren't one of the thirty motherfuckers on stage at all times. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think uh, well, yeah, I think I had my fair share of being on stage yeah, also. Yeah. But you know, I tried to I tried to keep it chill, and be a- lay in the back cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. at least not in the back, but at least I try to be on the dance floor for a little bit. Sure. Sure. You know, I didn't want to hog all the uh, all stage the attention. Room. <laughs> you go ahead and take the spotlight. I'm good. I'm good. There's a there's always a fair amount of people on that stage. Yeah, dude. That is for sure. Sure was. Those are good days. Seriously, rest in peace, Big Mac. For sure. Anyway, so drum and bass. Where do you go from there? Because you said you had your turntable. You just bought turntables oh, at yeah. the same time too. So then I just started playing records, all vinyl. You know, this before I got. Uh, tractor or Serato or whatever. So, so were you like when you bought your turntables? Were you just thinking about just playing vinyl, or were you actually thinking about DJing also? Well, I was thinking about DJing, like that's why I did it because I was always playing in a band, and um, I was like, man, it's such a pain in the ass to keep a band together. Mm. What can I do musically by myself when I get to Florida? So I was like, I'll be a DJ, and so I got down here and just went to the record shops, Drop Shop, you know, uh, R.I.P. Drop Shop, man. <laughs> Rock and Roll Heaven, and. <sighs> Just started collecting, and it just kind of, when I started DJing, I was actually playing a bunch of my dad's old classic rock records. Ah, okay, It was okay. at the Haven. You ever been to the Haven? I have. So everybody and their mother started at the Haven, <laughs> and it was between, like, open mic night, I would DJ in between the acts, and I had nothing but classic rock records and, like, some hip-hop instrumentals, so I would fucking do that for a while. All right, word, word. Just kind of spread from there, you know? That's what's up, though. Yeah. Dude, seriously, RIP Drop Shop, because that was... The fucking illest little record shop, man. It was cool, man. All the best electronic music in there. And they had the record players. You could sit down and listen to them. That was fire. That's one of the sad things whenever I go into a record store and they don't have a record player there. 
for like, me to I'd listen like to, to listen shit. to this record, sir. Like, I'd like to be able to know what's going on. Don't open it like that nowadays. <laughs> like, don't take it out of the package. For real. It's like, well, how do I know whether <laughs> this is actually? <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah, like I don't know what it sounds like. First of all, and I don't know if the record's fucked up either. So I'd like to know, sir. I'd like, to, especially if you're buying used vinyl. I oh, mean, yeah, dude. Come on, man. Let me listen to the shit. Now it's like they're so pretentious. All these record guys. I was looking at one the other day, taking it out and holding it, and he's like, "Don't hold it like that. You're gonna get it greasy." I'm like, "Bro, are you fucking? I'll kidding fucking me? karate chop you right now." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am? It's, it's like I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> I think I know how to touch uh, a fucking Jesus. vinyl record. People. Dude, you got to love it, man. I love it every time. Especially because it's like that situation. Like he's assuming that you have no idea yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, sir. Oh, my bad. Like this? Oh. <laughs> Dude, I was doing some yard work the other day. Had some lady roll by and she rolls out a window. She's like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but if you do this, it'll do that for you. It's oh, like, hell no. Thanks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's like... Giving you advice on the yard work? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want to give you my advice, but here it is anyway. I'm just be like, okay, well, shit, now that you said that, <laughs> you might as well park the car and come, come do it. Help me. Yeah, get out of here. People blow my minds, bro. It's fucking amazing. Always amazing with that shit. Always. So you mentioned that you were playing in bands, though, before. What were you, what instruments were you playing? I was a guitar player. Word. Um, and now I play bass with UFO. Word. Um, Which we will get into. Yeah, yeah. yes. But beforehand, it was such a pain in the ass, and it still is, to keep four or five members on the same page. So I was like, fuck that. I'll do my own shit. What type of music were you playing? It was like covers and like alternative shit. We were writing like, you know, poppy shit. Word. Yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah, yeah buddy. Like, yeah, this is great. This is great. <laughs> Feeling it. I would show up to practice, and like nobody's there. I'm like, come on, guys. God damn. Come on. So then I just got kind of fed up with it and left alone for a little bit, and that's when you made the transition to the turntables? Yep, yep. Bet. And then picked it back up. So what was your reason for moving down to Florida then? Full sale. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, dude, I was working in the kitchen and um, kitchen managing, and then I kept getting these little flyers to say, come to full sale, come to full sale. And I filled it out. I saw a film. I was like, oh, I'll be in film because I like to dabble a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found out they had a music program and then came down, toured it, and I said, let's go. I'm out, Ohio. Peace. Damn. Best decision I ever made. Damn, that's what's up, man. Yeah. It's interesting how Full Sail works, too. It's just because, like, I've met so many people that have went to Full Sail, and it's, like, a lot of the people who really fucking actually apply themselves at Full Sail, like, get shit done. Yeah. I mean, it's not a joke. That school is serious. Like, coming out of high school, thinking you're going to a regular college, no way. Like, I didn't go there until I was 21, you know what I mean? I already had, like, a little adulthood behind me. Uh -huh. But it's, like, you have to go... Two class at random times in the morning. Every month is a different class, so you're constantly learning shit. I had no idea of any of the things I was learning, like all audio. I had no idea what the fuck it was, so yeah. it was very tough for me in some parts. I've definitely heard crazy shit about the scheduling, too, especially if you're like in the music program. Yeah. And the, like they, they also require you to be in the studio at certain times, too. Yeah, like so, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes, exactly. Like I, That's what I would hear. It's just like, so you'd have to be at your class at a certain time, you know, your regular times, and then you'd have to come back to the studio yeah. at like 1 in the morning yeah. or some shit. It's like, what am I supposed to do, take a nap? No, I'm going to fucking go roll this blunt, drink a couple beers, you know, whatever else, and then hopefully make it to class. Damn, that's so crazy to think about. Yeah. But it's just like if you have the drive, though, and the initiative, it's yeah. going to work itself it's gonna out. It's going to work, yep. Yep. Damn. 
That's what's up. So you graduated from Full Sail. Graduated from Full Sail. And obviously I didn't get a job in a studio or, you know, I got my bachelor's, so I'm not working behind a desk. But I have the knowledge and I'm doing what I want. So Word. was very expensive. Paid off half of it. I'm not going to pay the rest off, but. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> time for that shit. I've definitely heard that one, too, quite a few times. Dude, it, I, it was like $250,000 for me to go to that school. That's with, like, living expenses and all that. If people at home could see my fucking face that I just made <laughs> to that comment, god damn, yeah, son. Dude. My interest was, like, 12% interest. What the fuck? Because I didn't have a cosigner or anybody. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Jesus, man. So that's still compounding? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really haven't thought about that in years. I've, but I've thought about happened. calling him and be like, yo, I have $5,000 right here. Take it. <laughs> it's the best you're going to do. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, yeah, keep your $5,000. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck all that noise. Fuck that shit. I got a wife that has good credit. That's all that matters. Big facts, man. So where do, where do you go then from after Full Sail? I stay down here. Um, just start gigging. Well, I had to pick up another cooking job, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then slowly just started DJing, throwing the shows, and now that's what I do. Which is sick because it's like that's everybody's dream to be able to do what they love doing as a career, you know? Yeah, man. And be able to pay the fucking bills. So, But it's like it's interesting to hear your story too because especially growing up, on turntables, you know, actually knowing how to spin vinyl and all mm-hmm. that shit. It's a it's an interesting dichotomy between someone like yourself who's put in all the fucking hard work, the sweat, blood, sweat, and tears, all that shit, and you're at your position where you are now, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel very strange about the, you know, the playlist DJs and all that shit. Like, it's, it's a weird field for... DJs to navigate, I feel like, nowadays. The DJ field has always been weird. It's like every five to ten years it switches. So right now we're in a big, like, on the end of a ten-year spout, big club EDM scene. So it's like yes. everybody's a fucking club DJ. Like, yes. it's not hard to be a club DJ. It's not hard to be an EDM DJ. Like, nope. It's not fucking hard, and nope. everybody's doing it. Like, I did uh, when I did Halloween, the girl I did the silent disco with, because there's two of us at the same time. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, what's up? How long have you been DJing for? Oh, you know, about a year and a half. I'm like, fuck. Cool. You're hot. That's why. And she, yep. She's like, oh, hey, how do you do a silent disco? I'm like, oh, fuck me. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it is right now. You know what I mean? It's funny that you say that specifically because I've talked to a couple DJs along those lines. You know, Not to single you females out or anything, but I will say there has been uh, some, you know, some reoccurring circumstances where there's a very attractive female who may have only been DJing for six to eight months <laughs> and is getting like full on headlining shit. Yeah. And then they're just like, yeah. what is happening here? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's baffling. It's, ba- <laughs> it's baffling. Man. I don't know. Especially like, like I was saying, especially like yourself coming from somebody who knows like the fucking art of spinning vinyl, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, and it's to the point where I'm not going to take 150 bucks for a show. Like, if I'm going to play, I'm going to get what I deserve. Yeah. And that's tough, too, especially in this area. Like, a club downtown's not going to pay you over 200, 300 bucks. You know what I mean? It's fucking stupid. So now you're looking for other gigs. You know, it's yep. cool to have a club spot once a month just to hold that down. But now we're out searching for other gigs, which it's the nature of the game. And 
You know, you just got to roll with the punches. I feel after this um, club EDM thing kind of dies down, then we're going to get back into, like, real turntablism. Like, people will respect what you're doing. And they do. Everywhere I play, you know, people like my style, which is awesome. It's good to be respected in that matter. But I think mm-hmm. the time is coming where originality will be able to take its its real place yes. again. You mainly using Serato now? I use Tractor. Okay, gotcha. But then I'll use Serato too. Gotcha. I prefer Tractor. Word. Do you still spin vinyl sets though? I use control vinyl, but no, nah, I don't. Yeah, that's. I, yeah, I know that. But yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't ever do vinyl sets anymore. No. Just because I'm not one of those guys that like to do like, oh, today we're gonna do an '80s print set. Today we're gonna do a throwback set. Like, I can't stand that shit. Like, if I want to play trap. And then I want to play country. I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna be limited. I feel that shit. I yeah. definitely feel that shit. There's a. I don't know if you know uh, Mala. Like uh, he's a very, very well known dubstep dude. Yeah, yeah. One of the originators. I saw his boiler. I got to see him at that uh, that drum and bass festival. Nice. Which was absolutely fire because <laughs> he was up away from the entire crowd and all that shit. And it was beautiful. All the vinyl went perfectly because he only spins vinyl. Oh, that's sick. And I saw his Boiler Room set at the Boiler Room Festival like two or three weeks ago. Dude, it was so painful because the needle's jumping uh, the entire time. Because of the sub. Everybody is right next to him, too. Like, oh, that's that's oh, the nature of those Boiler, boiler Room, room right sets. Yeah. Uh, Everybody is around him. Mm-hmm. So he's got all of the motion everywhere. Like, dude, it was... That sucks. <sighs> It was it was painful to watch, honestly. Damn. I was like, damn, man, I really want to enjoy this. But it's like... <sighs> well, you know, he should have got the phase. You know the phases? No, C-nos? I don't. So it's Bluetooth technology. So you have a controller that you put on your mixer and then two uh, Bluetooth sensors you put on the actual vinyl. Mm-hmm. So it eliminates needles. You don't need needles anymore. Wow. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, really? All Bluetooth now, yep. What the fuck? You can even pick up the record in the air and move it back and forth and it'll count. What? Yeah, dude. Dude, you're blowing my mind right now. I just ordered some. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, because playing with the band and stuff, you know, the needle's always jumping. So thank God for technology. Gotcha. Man, that's crazy to think about. It's interesting, too, thinking about Mala specifically, because I know he played at Hanau earlier this year. Did he? Yeah, I think 40 Ounce Collective brought him through. Nice. And... They were telling me, like, on his writer, like, he had it specifically on his writer. He's like, I need something to stabilize the turntables. Yeah. It was, like, headlined, bold, like, underline, all that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. stabilize the turntables. That's all I need. <laughs> Please. Is he playing old stuff? Yeah, he uh, he does a he does a good mix. So he definitely plays some dub from, like, 06, 08, 09, around there. And then he puts in a lot of grime as well, and then new dub as well. Nice. But it's all it's all along the lines of, like, roots dubstep. Yeah, yeah. It's all heavy, heavy patois Jamaican influence, reggae samples, all that shit. That's sick. It's not necessarily your uh, robot noises. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, Robot sex. The original robot noises. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting how that goes too. Like, uh, you know, because I I enjoy my robot noises as well. Sure. You know, I fuck with it, but <laughs> I fucks with you. But to like to see the difference between that and then seeing somebody like Mala play and you hear like all of the the nasty grimy reggae dub shit, you're just like, whoo, yes. Like somebody made that with a real instrument, like an analog controller. Yep. Like, yeah. Get that real bass face going. Yeah, dude. And I think that's where it's coming to as far as EDM, too. Like, it's got to go back to some kind of original warm sound. Like, some of these noises that 
people are playing nowadays are just too much. It's like, stop. Agreed. Dude, I'm right there with you, man. There's definitely, mo- I mean, I was at EDC on Friday. Yeah. That's like one of the hugest mainstream electronic things ever. Yeah. So it's a lot of shit that I don't necessarily care about. Exactly. You know, I was, like I said, I was literally just there to see Deadmau5. That was it. So I know exactly what you mean when you're referring to these noises because there's moments like us on Friday. There was moments when I heard some shit being played and I was like, all right, I'm leaving this now. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Uh, we're done. <laughs> we are yeah. done. That's fucking my whole vibe. Huh? Yep. <laughs> no mas. Uh-uh. No mas. Uh-uh. Gotta love that shit, man. Hey, man. They're on the stage and we're not. Fuck it. What else? Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that's that. That's literally what it comes down to at the end of the day. We uh. need more robot noises in our repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see a vinyl set soon. I'd I'm gonna to put. It, I'm man. gonna put this out on you. I'm gonna put, put this on you. Put it out there. We need to see a Dizzle vinyl set, people at home. Let this man know we need a vinyl set soon. We could do that at Grape and Grain and do a live live broadcast. Ooh. That'd be the spot to do it. Ooh. That I actually would be. the I spot got a to shit ton it. of dub, uh, drum and bass vinyl too. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh man, that's uh, that's these are the things I like, like to Aphrodite, hear. Aphrodite, <sighs> shit like that. How big do you think your collection is? A couple hundred, maybe like two, three hundred records. Nothing, gotcha. Nothing outrageous. Gotcha. Are you still collecting at all? Nah. No? Because shit just sits there. I definitely feel that. I'm not one of those collectors that'll collect it, you know, like know which one's hot. Like, nah. I definitely feel that. Because I, I mean, as you can see, I, I have my problem with collecting skate I decks. I see that. That's, that's a problem. I'm actually st- sitting on some of them right now. There's yeah, so many. Literally, Yeah, literally, I don't have room to put a bunch of them up. There's just, every time somebody comes in here, they're like, oh, what are these skate decks doing on the ground? There's literally like eight decks yeah. just sitting on the ground in here. I like that one. That one's tight. The villain. Which one? Uh, the Villani. The, oh yeah, Frankie Villani. Yeah, the the Dragon Ball Z. That's cool. Shit. Yeah, there's a there's a Trunks Dragon Ball Z one right there too. I see it. Very fire. You should get one with your face on it, like a Steezy's. That'd be tight. Well, there is that one right there. Oh shit! I didn't even see. Not that. without. <laughs> <laughs> not Never without mind. my. Doesn't have my face on it, but you know. You know better. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna have somebody mock up something on Photoshop and just like. Put a Steezy's Trap House tattoo directly on my forehead, <laughs> and I will definitely make that a skate deck. That'd be fucking sick, actually. It's just your just your head. I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah, dude. Totally fucking cool with that. That's a, that's gonna be on the merch shop now. Yeah, buddy. You already know. So we got to talk about the the uh, incarnation of UFO. Let's talk about it. Indeed. How did this uh, How did this come about? You remember the Family Gang? Did you ever meet the Family Gang? I think I did. That was like one of the original bands that all of us were in. Palmer was in it. Chef was in it. Fredo was in it. Okay, okay. So this is how I know about Family Gang because Chef has talked to me about this. Yeah. Because I didn't know Chef or Palmer back then. Yeah. We were all in a a band. It was like Wu-Tang meets Parliament. We really didn't sound that good, but we were having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) There's just... Two bongos, two drummers, a couple bass players, turntables, three rappers, sometimes a sax player. She was off the wall, keyboard okay. player. All over the place. All over the place. <laughs> so we did that. That subsided. How long did that last for? Maybe like three or four years, man. Damn. We were doing good things, and then every every time it's always a lead singer. Gets a fucking ego or some dumb cocky shit. Mm. So that happened with the family gang. Then I took... Chris LeBrain, the drummer, and Jesser, the guitar player, and started American Jesus. Okay. 
with another lead singer, and then he fucked some shit up. So stop that. And then fucking lead singers, man. We started UFO, uh, which is I play bass and DJ. We got Kenny J on the sax, uh, Jester on guitar, Chris LeBrain on the drums, and then we had a lead singer coming in our two years. He fucking quit. Goddamn. So right now we have we still have the band, but we have Larue, Juwan Larue from Conscious Mind Records. I don't know if you've ever met him. Word. But he is now our new lead singer. Gotcha. So we're getting ready to release the album next year from all the old songs and start writing new stuff. So how old is UFO? But you said two years? Two years. Word. Yep. Very fire, I must say. Thanks, man. Very fire. It's just so annoying. That's, you know, one of the main reasons I became a DJ because it's such a pain in the ass. To avoid that. Yeah. yeah. It's like putting all this work in, all this hard work, fucking making a little name for ourselves, and then one guy's like, oh, I quit. Like, huh? It's so shitty, too, just because, like, it. you can never, like, you can never foretell what a human being is going to do never when you think everybody is on the same page also too mm-hmm. and then i i'm sure it kind of seemed probably out of nowhere maybe it, it, it was a little tension coming but i didn't think he was gonna fucking bounce yeah especially that. like that just like up and gone damn man but it was for the best you know what i mean like there was a lot of tension going on so all that is knocked out everybody's on the same page for now all cooling. All cooling. so here we go we'll see what 2020 brings big fucking facts man yeah, that's dude. what's up I have a question also. Do okay. you do you remember when we first met? I'm trying to think myself. Was was it at Okeechobee? Were I you don't at know Okeechobee? If, were you at Camp Unity? Is that a festival? Yeah, here in Orlando. Uh-uh. Okay. It wasn't Camp Unity. Maybe it was at Okeechobee. Cuz I know Frank was there. I don't know if you were there. Frank was there. Frank was definitely there when we met. And I knew the trap house, but I don't think I knew it through Frank. I think I knew it through you. Okay, interesting. We we had to have met somewhere. Oh, we definitely that. we I think we did because I remember the first I still have it. First time we ever met. You fucking gave oh, this shit, to the me. The booty funk? Uh-huh. Return of the booty funk. Oh, wow, look at that. Yep, I have brought a, I brought I, <laughs> I I held on to this. I held on to this for a little bit people at home because I oh, wanted man. to I wanted to get this uh this reaction. That's awesome. So this was maybe like 3 or 4 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Did you does it work? Yeah, it works. It definitely works. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. I still have the stickers, too. Thank you. That's cool. I never put the stickers on anything because I, I like collecting stickers, too, because I'm a fucking sticker nerd. So Good. I still have the stickers. I got some new ones I'll give you, too. Ooh, hell yeah. But that booty funk was kind of the beginning of UFO. Gotcha. I, I still had the whole band there, but it wasn't original stuff. We were just you know, playing over beats already there. Gotcha. So the booty funk kind of brought about UFO. Word. Yeah. People at home, if you got to see his face light up just now <laughs> when I showed him this. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I always hold on to this type of shit. Always. That's cool, man. Like, I mean, you have to. Like, you have to support the local people, man. Yeah, man. Creatives support creatives, always. I have a whole box of all the shit people have given me over the years. It's up in the attic. Still got it. Hey. Yeah, you got it. You got it. It's, it's there. It's in there. <laughs> One day I'm going to put it up on a wall somehow, somewhere. All the trinkets? Yeah, all the trinkets. I uh, actually did a wall of all the shirts. All the shirts from all the local Orlando people. I made up a wall in the studio. Really? Hung them up there, yep. Damn, son. Yeah, dude. That's fucking sick. Got a bunch. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, I I bring this up all the time. I've never actually had like studio experience time or studio time experience. 
You mean like going like, in and recording or anything? With like any, or just like seeing anybody in the studio recording? Yeah. Like I, definitely not myself because I don't make music, but you know, like I've just never been in a studio with anybody while they're making music and like watching the process or anything like that. I mean, that. you know plenty of cats that are always in the studio. Huh? I know. Like I say this all the time and everybody's like, dude, come to the fucking studio. And, and then you don't go. I just get high and I pass out on my couch. Be a little bitch and pass out. <laughs> Yeah, dog, I, much. I'm going to roll through, psych. Pretty much. <laughs> well, see, my thing is, it's like usually it's all these fucking rappers that are telling me to come to the uh, studio, yeah. and they don't fucking get there till like 12. o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dog, man. I, I got to work. I go to work at 7 in the morning, man. Ain't got time for this. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Well, we practice on Wednesdays from 9 to 11. So anytime you want to come out on Wednesdays. Ooh, I'm about it. Yeah. about it. Why not? Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, oh wait, we'll, we'll have to talk afterwards where yeah, then. Yeah. Castle, Castle Door, Castle Recording Studios? Castle Door Recording. Right in Winter Park behind, um, not Longhorn, Four Rivers. Oh, okay, word. Yep. I know where that is. Right back there. Bet. Like Fairbanks area? Exactly. Gotcha. Word. Yeah, I know man. my Orlando. You know things. <laughs> <laughs> we know things and stuff. I got my shit, kinda. You know, we're we're there ish. Yeah. You know. If you don't know, somebody else knows. Exactly. You're gonna be at um the Thanksgiving pre party, right? I definitely am going to be there. Are you gonna broadcast? Or you just chilling? I'll be there podcasting. Cool. Yes indeed. It's the that's I wish that I could get some type of equipment to like live broadcast the shit, but it doesn't work like that for me yet. How is that, you know, hard to get? Uh, I mean, that just requires a lot of shit that I don't have money for, sure, probably. Sure. I mean, just the whole idea of, you know, uh, I guess transmitting bandwidth and all that shit. Gotta you know, get that like, receiver. Exactly. That it's a whole bunch of shit. So for as, one day. Yeah, one day. As of right now, I'd like to get video first going before I even, uh, yeah. before I even get to that point. You gonna do that? Yeah, that was the goal for this year, honestly. And I had a couple setbacks, financial wise, that sure. I wasn't able to to pull the trigger. I'm hoping to still satisfy that goal before the end of December. Got plenty of time. And get some video equipment in this bitch and start it moving. That'd be sick, man. I know, like it's just that's the main thing. I just had somebody ask me this weekend because you know uh, I'm on all the regular podcast sources, all that shit, except Spotify. And this man comes up to me. The first thing he asked me, he goes, oh, are you on, like, YouTube or Spotify? And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. Out of all the things I'm on, that's what you asked yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, the two fucking things I'm not on. You son of a bitch. Well, is that big now, like, video broadcasting the podcast? Is that, like, Oh, it's huge. Thing? It's definitely huge. I mean, I can guarantee, for the most part, the majority of, of people that listen to podcasts, if it's in a video form, they're going to watch the video form instead of just listening to it. Yeah. For sure. Myself included. Like, I'll, I'll definitely do it. I listen to the podcast usually, like, if I'm doing something active or I'm driving. Right. And as soon as I stop driving or some shit, like, if I'm chilling at my job and I don't have anything to do, I'm turning on the fucking video. Yeah. Like, I'll just stop the audio wherever it is, look at the timestamp, and then I just go to the video. <laughs> so I know how these people are thinking with that. They want the fucking video, but I'm like... <sighs> Well, they can give you some money to get the video then. You already know. You, you guys want it? You already know. Big facts. I'm sure Amazon has some deals. You could buy Steezy or something on Amazon, and then he'll still get paid I'm from it. I'm saying. Come on. I need to start, honestly, I really need to start frequenting 
the uh, pawn shops next to Full Sail more often. Oh, what? Gold mines. Dude, you see, Gold you know. Mines. You know. <laughs> I just told somebody about this this past weekend, actually, because they were asking me about starting a podcast and uh, getting various equipment. I was like, dude, honestly, you can get the new equipment like I have and pay fucking retail for it. Or you can just go to the pawn shops at Full Sail and probably find some pretty new equipment, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like I definitely know there's some shit that is actually new that people are just like, okay, I never use this. I don't need it. I'm just fucking going to sell it at the pot shop. Or they're like, I'm hungry. I need some money for food. Take this. Yep. Dude, there's so much good electronics at those, oh, yeah, those pot shops right next to Full Sail. I didn't even think about that. I need to go up there and see what they got. Fire. That would be sick. It's a treasure trove. <laughs> it's a gold mine. Yeah, dude. New kids every month in there. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, with the... the Turnaround rate or turnover rate there yep. too. Yep. Because I know a lot of those kids fucking drop out and shit at full sale. Drop out, fail, don't care. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I know those programs are hard as shit. Shit's tough. Hard as shit. Shit's hard. Shit is hard. My shit is hard. <laughs> Rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm hyped for the Grape and Grain event though. Yeah, it'll be fun. The last one Dennis did. You know Dennis, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. That 90s party. Yes. That was cool. That was very fire. Mm-hmm. It was like, and uh, the thing I liked about that too, obviously besides all the dope music, was that it was a whole different crowd of people in Orlando yeah. that I haven't seen. Same here. It was like all dope ass people. Yeah. And I, I probably couldn't, I don't know. I knew like the whole market crew and like mm-hmm. Zoo and all them that were there. Those are probably the only few people I knew that were there. Yeah. And same. you? I, I saw a whole bunch of people I've never seen before. Yep. Cool. I was like, where have you all been? Hiding, drinking those Coors Lights. <laughs> Apparently, they've been chilling with Dennis, man. <laughs> Den- Dennis likes a Coors Light and dancing with the stars from time <laughs> to time. I'm going to clip that out. I'm going to send that to Dennis. I'm going to be like, hey, please respond, sir. Yeah, see what's up. Please respond. Hey, you know, Dennis, if you like dancing with the stars, you fine. know. It's fine. Dude, own that shit, yeah. man. Don't hide. We've all got a terrible TV show that we like to watch. That's right. You know, Great British Baking Show right there. That's me. Teen Mom 2. Really? Just just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I love making fun of it. The woman watches it all the time, dude. It's fucking hilarious to sit there like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh. Just sit there and just watch it and just talk shit. Dude, that's the best. Okay, I can watch. Now that you're bringing that up, Mystery Science Theater 3000 is the fucking shit. Yeah. The old ones, though. I don't know if I've seen any I of the new seen ones. I have any new ones, no. Because I think they brought it back for, like, Netflix or some mm-hmm. shit, right? Something like that. Something like that. I didn't watch any of them because I was just like, I'm not going to bother. Nah, we're good. Let's keep the classics. Not ruin a good thing. Pod people. Dude, there's so many good ones. Like, oh, man. That's like... Because, like, that's what you do with your homies all the time when you're, when you're watching shitty-ass movies. You yep. just talk shit. They're just way better at yeah. talking <laughs> shit. Uh, they do a good job. Yeah, man. But yeah, I am hyped for Grape and Grain because that was a super dope crowd that came out. Yeah. Are you going to be out there at Basel? Nah, man. I've never been to Basel. You should come. I need to go. You should come. When is that? That There's going to be a... First week in December? Yeah, it's the first week in December. And I believe... I believe that we will be holding our event on that weekend. You guys got a spot? Oh, yeah. There's a spot. Sick. There is a spot. I can you guys uh, are gonna sell out of everything. I haven't uh I haven't seen anybody else release 
the details of the people that are actually thrown on the event. So I will not release any details until they release details. Smart. We're, we'll talk afterwards, though. I'll, I'll let you Y'all know. can't know, but I can. Yeah, hey, no, no. This is this that private <laughs> shit. It's that private shit. I think you would enjoy yourself, potentially. I want to. I've just never been. It's wild, to say the least. Sure. There's, it's just a lot of overstimulation, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. there's so much art and everything going on everywhere. And it's like jam-packed, right? Right on top of each other. Yeah, man. It's just events and events on events. There's absolutely no way you could ever do everything that's going on there. That's there's crazy. There's so much shit that's going on at all times of the day. So. And it's just one week, or is it a couple weeks? I think it's I think like the main thing is one week, mm-hmm. but I think they do like a little kind of like bleed over like a couple days before it starts and a couple days after sure. too. Cuz there's I, people there just chilling, you yeah. know, still, so. It's Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like How do you feel about Miami? Before I say this. I love Miami, but only when I'm rolling with the homie that lives in Miami. Ah. I've done Miami without knowing shit. Awful. Ah, and I see I, this. I only do Miami with the homie. I see this. I, I see you. You are a smart one. Yeah. You are a smart one. How about you? Okay, so I didn't really discover actual fun Miami until like last year probably. Because every other time I'd went to Miami, it was usually to go see a show. Mm-hmm. And I'd go that night, see the show, <laughs> out Bounce. same night. Yeah. So I'd never like chill in Miami for like a weekend or three or yeah, four yeah. days or whatever. So I did that for the first time last year, and I was like, oh. This is Miami. This is why people like this shit. Yeah, dude. I get it. It's like one of those things you can only do so often. It's like, all right, I got to prep for Miami weekend. I got to rest. I got to get some money in my pockets. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got to not drink for 24 hours. Yep. It's a whole thing. Need to make sure that when I come back, I've got a nice little cushion of a day or two before I have to go <laughs> yeah, back to work. To recover. <laughs> yep. Need recuperation time. <laughs> That's like Hula also. Hula, oh, like, dude. every time I come back from a festival, I need that recuperation day. Well, it's all that walking, too. Yes. I think that's a big part of it. The li- the thing I love about Swanee, though, as opposed to going to a festival way further away, like when I used to go to Bonnaroo and all that mm-hmm. shit, which is a nine-hour fucking drive to Tennessee, it's only two and a half hours away. Yeah. So Sunday, this year at Hula, I was like, oh, you know, I might stay tonight, you know, I might chill and, you know, go to the renegade stage and all that shit afterward and do all the late night shenanigans till seven in the morning. Right. And then I was like, but I could be in my bed tonight yeah. in the AC clean watching HBO. Yeah. Fresh shower watching <laughs> HBO. Needless to say, I did not stay there that <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah, dude. Makes I a big difference. I fucking went home. I was here by like, yeah, I was here by like midnight, one o'clock. Perfect. Chillin'. 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 Yeah, think about the festivals. Unless I'm sitting pretty, I don't like to be out there the whole weekend. I feel that. You know what I mean? It's just... Define sitting pretty. I have a pop-up camper. Ah, you said pretty for real. Yeah, yeah. So I like to take my camper out there. That's there, sick, There's though. no AC or anything, but it's got a kitchen and a bed and a table and stuff. Yeah. That's like uh this dude I met from Asheville actually. He was camped right next to me. He had his little pop up camper. Yeah, he was dude. chilling. He made me coffee every morning. See, it makes a big difference. So sick, yeah, so sick. Cause you know when you're tired during the day and you want to go lay in your tent, like it's hot in that bitch. There's people walking around. You can't relax. Hula, what the fuck happened this year, man? Usually it's cold. Usually it's nice and cool. This year, no. Not, not at all. Where was the fucking cold, man? <laughs> God damn. I was looking forward to that, getting some nice rest. Nope. Yeah, wearing like, you know, like wearing layers. Dude, I brought my long johns. I was like, hell yeah, it's going to get chilly. Yup. 
we gonna dance in the cold That's and it. warm up That's immediately. It. Like it's chilling. No, nope. There was Psych. Z- zero chilling. Psych. <laughs> zero chilling. It's like back to like the Bonnaroo days. Oh, and, like, dude, I've never been up there. It's it's a great time. Uh, probably not as great as it used to be now because it's it's uh it's pretty fucking mainstream now. But the problem with Bonnaroo is it's in fucking June, and it's a big ass open field, right? Yes. So there is no shade. That's gross. There's no tree cover, and we're talking the middle of fucking June. You are waking up with the sun every day. Mm-hmm. You do not have a choice. When the sun is up, you are awake because it is too fucking hot you to sleep in your tent. You guys just camped out in the open field. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's basically like it's basically like an open field because there's so many fucking people that go. Yeah. It's like seventy or eighty thousand people or some shit. So. If you're smart, you can have like a canopy or some shit, you know, put tarps around you and everything. Sure. But in all, in all in all realness, you can only do so much. Hey, yeah. You're waking up at the sun. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Gnarly. I didn't miss that shit. And Hula this year reminded me about that. And I was like, God damn it. I can't even sleep in right now. Nope, you can't. Motherfucker. Cannot. How's your silent disco, by the way? Great. Great. I uh I like to be active on stage. I like to run around. So, you know, I, I ran around. I jumped up behind the girl. I had this big inflatable alien. <laughs> I had a bunch of hand towels with Dizzle Funk that I was throwing out. The last song, I jumped off stage and moshed with the crowd. For real? Yeah. All right, bet. So, made a little bit of an impression, I hope. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. People love silent disco. There's something about it, man. There's something about it. You like it? I fuck with it. Yeah. Um... I think one time. Okay, I will say this. This is a this is a good Bonnaroo story. Actually, I was tripping balls uh, by myself. I was like away from my group. I I got separated from everybody. So you know, I'm just exploring sure. as as someone on the LSD does. That's mm-hmm. away from their group, and <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just like there's nothing else to do now. So I just found myself in the silent disco, just chilling by myself because I was like, eh, whatever. Because at that time. It was before they had expanded their silent disco, so they only had, like, 50 headphones, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was very, very small, tight-knit yeah. shit. So I'm in there. I just kind of lose myself, you know, because I'm tripping balls and the headphones are on, so it's all I'm hearing. Yeah. So I lose myself for, like, a couple hours in there. <laughs> I'm chilling, posted up, and they announce over the microphone and the headphones. They're like, okay, and uh, we've got a little special something for you right now. we got Manny Fresh that's about to DJ for y'all. Wasn't on the schedule, just random DJ set from motherfucking Manny Fresh. Because Lil Wayne played that year. Okay. He played that day. So he was there. So Manny was there DJing for Lil Wayne and came back at like 2 or 3 in the morning to play a fucking DJ set. That's sick. And I had no idea this was happening. I'm tripping balls. And next thing I know, like I'm almost the same distance where I am to you right now. Manny Fresh is right in front of me DJing. I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> That's a sweet surprise. I grew up on this fucking guy. Yeah, like, yeah. How was it? Good? Yeah, it was good. Good. It was very good. He played a lot of soul. Did he? A lot of soul. That's cool. Which I was very hyped on. I yeah. was like, all right, bet. Yeah. That means he knows his shit, you know? Like, I would hope so. Oh, yeah. He's he's running all the old soul shit. Like, he put, you know, obviously some, some good southern hip-hop in there mm-hmm. and shit, but mainly soul. That's good. That's what's cool about Silent Disco is, like, it's three in the morning or whatever time and you could honestly play whatever you want and people will jam. Yep. It could be fucking intense. It could be chill. It could be 
off the wall. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so it's cool. It's a yeah, it's an interesting thing. And people know. love it, dude. They're doing a lot of silent disco parties in Orlando now. Yeah, man. It's crazy how that shit happens. That shit blew up. Yeah, dude. Blew up. I still rather have the bass in my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll play a silent disco set, no problem. I feel that when uh when Frank did his set at Okeechobee, that was the first time I like actually been on a stage with speakers of that capacity. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I've I've been to my fair share of, of festivals and shows and shit. I sure. always feel the bass in my chest. When you're on the stage It's like in your it's chest. It's a whole different thing, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. I didn't realize that shit. Yeah. You're like you're like, oh my God, my whole fucking body is vibrating now. Yeah. Like everything is taken over by bass yeah. right now. It's like when you try to mix like all you hear is <laughs> 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 huh? uh, uh. It's definitely a sick ass feeling, that's for sure. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, okay, I see now why uh, I see why people like being up here. <laughs> I see why the pyro and the he- the heavy bass drops attract yeah. so many people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Shouts out to the pyro people, by the for way. For real, too. thank Shouts God for you guys. Yeah, for real, man. I'm saying, like, oh man, that that pyro it never gets old. Sure doesn't. <laughs> so for UFO, do you guys have any shows coming up soon? Uh, we have. We're playing a big wine festival by iDrive in February. Word. Um. But we're just working on the album. We're going to do the album launch sometime in March, maybe. Bet. And uh, just start dropping new material. Do a little mini tour, get back out on the road. Definitely. Hell yeah, man. Because like I said, we were kicking ass, doing our thing, and then all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. So just got to reroute our. Got to pivot. Pivot. There it is. Exactly. We'll be right back into the game. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, man. And I'm hyped to hear that there's new music on the way, too. Yeah, dude. Thank you. I will. Uh, I hope I can. Uh, I can be one of the first people to hear this shit. You will. Hint, 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 hint. I'll send you some stuff. Hint, hint. Yeah. No. Seriously though, I'm hyped because you guys make fucking dope music. So thanks, man. I'm glad to hear that there's good new music on the way. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yeah, dude. I think it is time to do some heat of the week. Heat it up, baby. And we can make our moves and enjoy the rest of our Sunday evenings. I'm down. And maybe crush another beer after this. Sounds like good. Maybe smoke good. a bowl. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! All right, we are gonna do a a little a little thing thing, and I think you might know what it is. Yes, indeed. You're about to hear the trap house heat of the week. Trap House Heat of the Week. Shouts to King Carlo on the beat, as usual. You already know. Ah, King Carlo. That man. Who's King Carlo? That is the homie. That is the homie. He uh, he made all of the uh, Heat of the Week intro songs. He's a hip-hop producer. He mainly deals with boom bap. So this is like, this is... It's fire. Yeah, this is this is a, a rarity for him. He gave me like a couple trap beats. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, all right. He bet. did the first one. That introed your show? No, actually, Frank made that. That one was sick too. Yeah, Frank made that. Like, I, yeah, I was like, I was like, all right, Frank, I see you, <laughs> bro, I see you, bro. But yeah, Carlo, nasty, nasty. That was it. sick. I'll have to check him out. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you some links of his shit because he is he's absolutely fire. Cool, absolutely fire. First up, heat of the week. We've got Murumasa. I don't know if you people at home know Murumasa, but man's is fire. <laughs> 
Mans is fire. He's got a new song out with probably my favorite grime artist right now that is out, Slow Tie. Name of the song is Deal With It. Deal With It, bruv. <laughs> you can feel free to talk over these songs as well. You can make comments and say whatever you'd like, anything along those lines. Walking, I walk to the shop, I bop and take it steady. Fighting with my sisters in the house, she's on the couch, she don't move much. I got tea in my hand and I'm trying to do stuff. I woke up, I slept and woke up again. And this life didn't ever fucking change. I went to the pub and asked for a pint for three quid. He said it's a fiver, well that's gentrification, you prick. Walking back through my old estate. I see my mates that hit my mates and they don't want to say safe. The styles of everybody in this video is just so very British. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> it reminds me of the streets. You ever hear of those guys? No, I don't think so. Same kind of vibe. Okay. Check them out. Word. Are they British also? Yep. Okay. I'm writing this down. Write it down. One percent on my phone and getting me home, so I'm bopping. No options in this life give me nothing. Every second you waste is a second closer to the pearly gates. I like this run going on here. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I'm really enjoying his uh his boxers. Did that say Supreme on them? Well, they're they're uh, like a, a knockoff of the Supreme oh, okay. boxers, but they say slow tie on them, nice. which is his name. Okay. Yeah. Smart. You gotta love the subtle subtleness. Yeah, it's the you know it's the little things that matter, like the Dizzle Funk uh. Hand towels, you were saying. Nice. You know? Thanks, man. Yeah. Just trying to get famous. <laughs> you know, just, try, just trying to do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know. Muramasa. Yeah, very fire. Shit's fire. You know BBC Essential mixes? No. Yeah. Write, write this shit down for You me. should. Yeah. Yeah. So, Essential mixes is just basically... This is dude, Pete Tong. He's been running this shit for, I think, like 25 years now or some shit. He's either 25 or 30. Write uh, his name down there. Oh, oh, I got you. Um, so basically, all the essential mixes is every week, new DJ comes in. They have two hours to do whatever the fuck they want. And it's basically, they, I think, kind of in that world of, of DJs, the essential mix is like the holy ground yeah it's the proving ground like people save their best mixes for that. their best shit for that yeah oh, shit oh yeah it's a big it's definitely a big thing for Learning sure something new every day fire hell yeah many many fire drum and bass mixes on there yeah. like and this shit goes back to like the early 90s i think i think the first essential mixes were in like 93 or 94 oh, they've been doing that for a while huh yes so it's like fire fire shit nice. like you can find some very fire shit. I heard some recent really good drum and bass and jungle mixes, actually. BBC's fire, man. They always got some good shit. Them and NPR. They hold yes. it down. Oh, yes. Man, shouts out to NPR. For real. Whew. We actually uh, shot a video for the Tiny Desk uh, competition this year with UFO. Really? Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Oh, yep. Sorry, I didn't even, didn't even outro the song. Uh, yeah, that was Muramasa. Had a little burpee there. Name of the song was Deal With It, or Deal With It. Excuse Bruv. me. 
Yeah, it's it's literally written like that. It says deal <laughs> with it, not W I V W I V. Yep. Hey, all right. Yeah. Deal with it, featuring Slow Tie. So yeah, shouts out to the Slow Tie and Muramasa, all these motherfuckers. Next up, heat of the week, we've got the homie Reese LaFlair, my favorite skateboarding hip hop artist. He just dropped a new album. It's called Final Fantasy, and he's looking oh so beautiful like Prince on the cover. It's quite good. I'll uh, I'll pull up the the cover again after this so you can actually see it in high def. Yes, high yes, all the high def. Yes. That is a serious perm going on there. That's all I got to say. Name of the song we're listening to today is the intro track. It's called Follow the Leader. And I'm bringing up this album artwork because this man and this perm is ridiculous. Shouts to the PlayStation intro, too. Oh, my goodness. Look at that beautiful thing. Look at that perm. He looks like a character. The comb is amazing, too. <laughs> and he skates also. He skates really well, too. I would let him rub my feet. I'm know? saying. Reese, you heard it here first, buddy. Feet rubs. Feet rubs. <laughs> you know something I've learned growing up and getting older? Tell me. Epsom salt baths are fucking light. Dude, I took one the other day. I got out of that bitch. I was like, holy shit, I feel great. Okay, hold on. How tall are you? 5'10"-ish. Okay, damn. You've got it better than me. I'm 6'3". You need a special tub. I need a special tub. Yeah. I can't take I can't take Epsom salt baths in my own bath. They don't Beca- make tubs for big people. It's either it's either my shoulders are out <laughs> or my knees are out. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's not kind of sitting in there like this. Yep. Oh yeah, man. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I just need some room, people. Yeah, dude. Just need some room. Damn. I like the bass though. Yeah, I didn't expect to hear this from that picture. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it should be in an old spice commercial. I'm saying, man. Like <laughs> Dude, that cover art is really fucking great. I gotta say. Shouts out to Reese Flair for uh, you know, inspiring me to maybe grow my hair out and get a perm. Definitely get a foot rub. Definitely gonna get a foot rub. Reese, come on, bro. Let me get that foot rub, bruh. <laughs> Name of the song is Follow the Leader. Name of the album is Final Fantasy. I will say this. He definitely went more melodic on this album, people at home, while you're listening to this shit. So I, I did enjoy it. You're not going to hear all the heavy, aggressive stuff like you heard on his debut album, Reese LaFlair. But he definitely went more melodic on this shit. So shouts out to him for, you know, doing his thing and trying some new shit. Where's he from? Atlanta, I believe. Nice. Atlanta. And I actually... This is something that I actually hate myself still for to this day. I've got two homies uh, from Pensacola that were in Orlando at the time living, and they were close homies with him. And this was like two or three years ago. This is when Space Bar was still open. Oh, yeah. He was going to play a show at Space Bar. They were telling me about him. They were like, hey, man, you should do a fucking podcast with this dude. Like, we know him really well. He said he's down. He skates. He raps, all this shit. And at the time, I just didn't even, like... I don't know. It was one of those, I don't know why, but it was just, I just blew it off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, okay, sure. Didn't even think about it. Year Not fucking like- later, dude is fucking huge. I'm like, God damn it. I should have just talked to this fucking person, <laughs> man. Like, 
Especially because he skateboards. Like, that yeah, was yeah. it. Like, I don't know why I didn't even fucking talk to him, you know? Hey, man. You'll never know. I think it was just me being lazy that night. Could I literally told them I was going to come to the show and get them to come to the house afterwards and do the podcast. And I think I, as per usual, got high on my couch and passed out. Watched HBO. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At that time, it might have been more like... Uh, that time, yeah, it probably was HBO. Yeah. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to take a day off for yourself. Yeah, these things happen. Shouts out to Reese LaFleur. Maybe one of these days we'll uh, we'll meet up and we'll connect and we'll, you know, what's that, shi- what's that shit on Craigslist? Misconnections or whatever? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be me just shouting for <laughs> Reese LaFleur on there. Put a personal ad out for him, too. Reese, come back. <laughs> uh, last but not least, Heat of the Week, we have the color gray. Name of the song is Out of My Hands featuring Odyssey, and we are ending the heat of the week on some smooth vibes for you. Name of the song, Out of My Hands. Sounds very nice already. Sounds like church. I wish you could live forever Wish you would never ever Have to feel pain Hope you stay away from sin I wish you nothing but love Hope you'll never feel lost Wish I could explain Why some things ain't the same I hope that you find somebody And that somebody loves you Unconditionally And never puts a thing above you I wish you never get cheated on or betrayed Wish you learn from every single one of your mistakes Hope one day you'll find peace within yourself Oh I yes do. Cause the only one you truly ever oh, stuck yes. with is you those keys. Give me all the keys. You find a passion and you able to go really far. Hope that in your life you'll never make a single enemy. Hope you'll never know the feeling of hatred or jealousy. Wish you get a taste of all the beautiful things the world got to offer. Would sacrifice myself in order for you to have it. I had to keep it smooth to, to go on out with you this know? is this kind of style of music is getting real popular too like the Anderson Park kind of exactly shit, which is awesome I agree like man dude like especially people like Anderson he really he really kind of kicked that door down for yeah, people yeah. to feel comfortable doing this type of music yeah dude which makes me happy. We need more shit like this. We do. I need more smoothness in my we need life. More smooth, silky feels. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I love my metal. I love my my heavy dub. I love aggressive energi- or energizing music as well. But I need my smooth shit. Need it. Need it. I need to be cooling. You know. That's right. That's right. Cool cats. That's right. Cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, the name of the song is Out of My Hands. It's by The Color Gray. All one word, The Color Gray. It is featuring Odyssey, who I fucking love Odyssey so much, too. It's actually what put me onto this, was uh, I know Odyssey. There's a there's a dope-ass instrumental album that Odyssey made like two or three years ago. I think you would dig. Write it down. I got you. Oh, I got you. This guy's got post-it notes. I do. I definitely do. <laughs> But yes, the name of the song is Out of My Hands. And I do believe that The Color Gray has a new album coming out soon as well. I'm pretty sure this is one of the, if not the first, it might be the second, but it's definitely one of the singles off of the album. So be on the lookout for that as well. Because, I mean, I can't get enough of that piano. Like, come on. Nami. 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 So yes, that is wrapping up the heat of the week for this week. And that being said, 
I got nothing left for y'all, my man. Hey, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. Hey, thank you for... I've been waiting, and we made it happen. Indeed, indeed. Thank, thank you, you for, for joining me, my yeah, friend. Yeah, dude, of course. I'm glad I was able to walk down a, a little bit of memory lane with <laughs> you, too. That's awesome. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I should have t- fucking recorded that, honestly. I was thinking about it. But it wouldn't have been as organic, so... Nope. Hell, my... You can't know. see us. This is all podcast life. I'm saying... I'm say- see, that's honestly the one of the other reasons why I do like it not being video. Eventually, like, you're going to be one of the guys that aren't to, on video. Exactly. I'd like... <sighs> I think I should just not do the video, Just say, honestly. fuck your video. Yeah, seriously. Because, I mean, it's like... It's that theater of the mind shit. I like that. And, like, you have to actually pay attention. That's what a podcast is, to listen. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to watch it. Agreed. Just get your shit right. Agreed. Joe Rogan, you punk-ass bitch. Yeah, how dare you, Joe? Stupid. Jesus. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but seriously, do your uh, final shout outs again. Let the people know where they can find you on social media and your music content. Yeah, man. Just Dizzle Funk, D I Z Z L E P H U N K. Google it, put a dot com behind it, or put an at sign in front of it. Uh, you could find all my shows there. And the next big thing will be um, Thanksgiving Eve. Steezy and I will be chilling with Market. Yes. And uh, Beta will be there. Yes. Dennis Miro at the Grape and Grain. Yes. Catch us. Off Virginia. Yeah. It's a very fire spot. So much fire. I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't been until the 90s house party. Yep. That shit is fire. It's, it's, it's like a Miami vibe, kind of. It is, yeah. It's like, and the, especially because when you see it from the front, you don't realize what's going on in the back. Sneaky. I know. It's like, yeah, you okay. Mm-hmm. I see you I guys. That's what you're working with, girl. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's all the, the teaser that I'm going to leave for you guys if you haven't been to Grape and Grain. Very dope venue. And as my homie just said, we will be there. Very, very soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. Yes, indeed. So that's uh, pre-Thanksgiving, right? Day before Thanksgiving? Yep. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, which is the 27th. 27th? Yes, 27. Yeah, I think it's the 27. Okay. Whatever, All right. whatever day falls before Thanksgiving. We're that's going it. with that. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah. With all that being said, I'd like to once again thank the homie Dizzle Funk for coming through. Thank you for having me. No worries, man. No worries. And you can find me personally on Twitter at The Steez Trap and on Instagram at The Steez Trap. With all that good shit aside, we are done for today. Thank you all for listening. It's much appreciated. Take care of each other. Much peace and love.